Father, we give you praise and we give you glory. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, again today we rely on you to give us light. Light strong enough to translate our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Well, good morning. It's an honor to be in your space, bringing you God's word. I hope you know that you cannot live above the revelation that you have been exposed to. This kingdom is called the kingdom of light. Giving thanks to the Father who has translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the Son of His love. And that kingdom of the Son of His love is the kingdom of light. You cannot live above the light that you have. So the medium for transaction, the medium for promotion, the medium for elevation is light. There is no problem that is too big. It is just that that problem was designed to respond to a particular quantum of light. It was not designed to disobey, but it was not designed to obey everything. So a man can have light of salvation and he will be heading to heaven, but he will not have the light of healing and health, even though it is packaged in the same container. If he doesn't know it, he cannot own it. So every opportunity to trade in light and with light is an opportunity to be lifted. It's an opportunity to be lifted. The Bible says in Psalm 16, I will praise the Lord who gives me counsel. My reins, they instruct me even in the night season. So he's saying, I will praise the Lord who in response to my praise gives me divine direction. We began to talk about how it is necessary for you to have a worry and an anxiety-free life if you want to live in health. One of the things that you will notice is that in response to your worry Free life. The Bible says that peace of God shall garrison your heart. Peace there is one of the strongest methods by which God guides the believer. Now you will wonder how this links to what we have been talking about. Now the Bible says that if you do not worry, God will give you peace. Then the Bible says that you should let the peace of God have a final say. Let the peace of God guide you. That means the peace of God is a guide. Now, when you have direction, you will be elevated. When you have direction concerning a matter, you have mastery concerning that matter. There is a strong application of divine direction in your health. If you know exactly what to do, there is a way you can live as though problems do not exist. It is called divine direction. And the Bible says, I will praise the Lord who in response to my praise gives me counsel. He gives me counsel by the peace of God. When you praise God, envy, strife, jealousy, anger, 
is eliminated from your life in response to that place god gives you direction and when you have direction especially about what to eat how to live um, what to wear when you have divine direction the natural consequence is that you have health many times your your key out of a health challenge is divine direction i've been challenged in my body once and i was going to preach i'll never forget i was in the northeast preaching and I was going to preach that evening, but I was sick. Like Kenneth Hagin said, sick big, you know. I, I was feeling sick. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. I could have jumped into a confession, but I just needed to listen to my spirit. As I listened to my spirit, the Lord said, take water. As I drank the water, there was a quick reaction. My body system rumbled and everything went to normal in a split second because of direction. I would have struggled with many other things but I got direction. That is why it is a thankful person that is a healthy person because a thankful person always gets divine direction. In the atmosphere of divine direction, there is healing and there is health. The atmosphere for divine direction is the atmosphere of praise and worship to God. I want you to have a weekend of praise, a weekend of worship, a weekend of ministering to the Lord. It will translate to health. It will translate to healing. It will translate to divine life. I trust that blessed you. I'm Shegwa Lemide, and I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Father, we thank you and we give you praise. I acknowledge this morning that without you, we are nothing. You are all there is about us we we are just we are just totally dependent on you we give you praise thank you in the name of jesus lord i ask that you will speak to us speak to us in accents clear and still in jesus mighty name we pray well good morning it's an honor to be in your space bringing you god's word one of the things i acknowledge personally and i want to encourage that we will acknowledge is that at every point in our lives we need help believer you must come to terms with the fact that you cannot do it without the help of god you need help you need help um if we did not need help we will not have a whole a whole being called the Holy Spirit defined as our helper, so we need help. Uh, and, you know, maybe I've said it before on this platform, but it bears repetition because Archbishop Benson Dahosa said, in 32 years of a close walk with God, he is yet to see somebody who said to God, Oh God, help me. And God did not respond to the person. In, in my personal study of the life of um, Bartimius, I would have called him blind Bartimius, only that that would have been wrong. He is no longer blind. In my study of the life of Bartimius, I found out that what Jesus calls faith is Bartimius' cry for mercy. The cry for mercy is a cry for help. All Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The Bible says, your faith has made you whole. Yes, 
I know that he threw off his garment. That's another sign of faith. I know that he shouted all the more. But what was the statement of his faith? The statement of his faith was a cry for help. Many times we must come to the end of ourselves in doing the things that we are doing and acknowledge that we sincerely have, we sincerely need the help of God. Because we have a system of advantage that we cannot map, map uh, pardon me, um, uh, there's, there's the word, maximize, pardon me, uh, maximize if we are not sincere with ourselves, if we are not sincere. So w- where we are going to today as we approach the matter of divine direction, as we approach the matter of engaging the help of the Holy Spirit along these lines is to first and foremost you know, acknowledge that we need him we do if you want to succeed in business you need the help of the holy ghost if you want to succeed as a believer please understand that the life of a christian is not just the christian life is not just the difficult life it's not just the it's not just the tough life no it's the impossible life you can't be a christian without the help of the holy spirit you can't except you are helped you cannot be a good christian Every believer that you see today that is doing it right has found a way to engage the help of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, God, you are such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. This is Psalm 46 verse 1 in the Passion's translation. It says, you are a proven help in time of trouble. Um, David does not seem to be talking about trouble as though it may come or not he seems to say there is a place in the calendar there is a time on the clock called the time of trouble and i know it may offend faith folks but it's it is true that in this world you will have tribulation as as long as those tribulations exist and you are in this world then you must acknowledge the fact that from Time to time, you need help. I need help. I sincerely do need help. And I must humbly approach God and declare that I know I need help. But this is a comforting scripture. It says you are a proven help in time of trouble. I don't know the kind of trouble you are in. God is a proven help. Proven help there means he has solved other problems before. He has helped other people before. And he will help you now. The Bible says more than enough and always available when i need you more than enough the help of jehovah is more than enough but watch this how does he help us how does he help us the bible says you counsel me and correct me this makes me praise you more for your whispers in the night give me wisdom and show me what next to do. This is Psalm 16 and verse 7. Psalm 16 verse 7 in the King James says, I will praise the Lord who gives me counsel. My reins instruct me even in the night season. How does the Lord help us? He helps us by giving us counsel. How does the Lord help you? He helps you by giving you divine direction. The Passion Translation says, he gives me wisdom in the night. What is that wisdom? He shows me what next 
to do. That's divine direction. God will show you what next to do. When you ask the Lord for help, God responds by giving you direction. He responds by giving you a way out. I trust that blessed you. I'm sure God made it. And I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we give you praise and glory. Thank you for a new week. We are too grateful because we, we, we totally we, we are totally incapacitated without you. You are the very capacity of our lives. We give you praise. We are all we are by the grace of God. And Lord, we just thank you for your grace. We praise you, O Lord. In Jesus' beautiful name, we pray. Well, good morning. It's an honor to be in your space and truly with a grateful heart we enter into a new week. I'd like to rejoice with you that God has granted us life this week. I want you to know that every new day is an opportunity to advance kingdom purpose. Every single time that God gives you a new day, the statement that Jehovah is making is that you as an entity are still relevant to his agenda on the earth because there is a there is a desire that the will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven. And why you are still alive is because you are still relevant to the fulfillment of that desire. So we, we thank God for life. As I begin to meditate and think on, on man's needs, what, what, what a man needs to do well, in this, on this side of eternity, one of the things that comes strong to my heart is what we call divine direction. Whether we want to talk about prosperity, whether we want to talk about health, whether we want to talk about doing the will of God, whether whatever it is we want to talk about, everything seems to be hinged on divine direction. And... I, I really won't blame the person who said that, I can't even blame him, the person who said that after you get born again, the most important thing you need to learn is how to be led by the Spirit of God. The reason why we teach, we teach you faith, the, the reason why we teach you to pray is so that you can always learn how to download direction so that you can move. You can move in God's ways. All right. So divine direction probably sits at the top of any kind of list that you want to make. Divine direction. John chapter 2 and verse 5. They were in need of a miracle. The Bible says there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. This story will bless you. The Bible says Jesus and his disciples were invited. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was present. Then somewhere along the line during the party, they lacked wine. They needed a miracle. Whenever you lack wine, whenever you lack anything, what you need at that moment is a miracle. Because if you had followed principle, you might not have entered into that lack. But now that you have missed principle, what you need is a miracle. And God is faithful never to deny you a miracle because you missed principle. Now that is talk for another day. But if ever you come to a place of lack, two things, 
it's you have you have missed principle but what you need at that moment is a miracle it's a miracle well of course there are other times that you need miracle because what you need at that point is bigger is bigger than your current your current level of preparation and that that's another case but the bible says they needed that miracle they went to marry the mother of jesus and she said to jesus their wine is finished and jesus answered her what does that have to do with me verse 5 which is our star scripture jesus mary said to the disciples whatsoever he says for you to do do it now you know the end of that story you know the end of that story. The end of that story is that there was a mighty miracle. But how did it begin? Whatever he says for you to do, do it. How are you going to live in health? Whatever he says for you to do, do it. How are you going to get the treasures of darkness, the hidden riches of secret places? Whatever he says for you to do, do it. One of the reasons why man needs divine direction is because man needs help. Divine direction is a system of God's help. I speak God's help to you this week in the name of Jesus. You are divinely helped. You are divinely directed. I trust that bless you. I'm sure God let And I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Father, we give you praise for today. We thank you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we rely on you to speak to us in the name of Jesus. And we trust that your word will move us into new levels. In Jesus' beautiful name, we pray. Well, good morning. It's an honor to be in your space, bringing you God's word. I trust that you rested well. The Bible says in Psalm 16 and verse 7, I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night season. I will bless the Lord who in response to my praise in response to my praise, will make his counsel available to me. Now, this scripture does not mean that praise is a price that you pay for that divine direction. What it means is that praise is a way you create an atmosphere to receive divine direction. In the atmosphere of praise and worship and ministry to the Lord, divine direction is always available. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 13 and verse 1, the Bible says, while they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said. That means an atmosphere was created while they ministered to the Lord and fasted that created, that, that, that made it possible for them to receive divine direction. And that's how it is with us. Uh, and guess what? Guess what? One of the things I discovered in studying how to knowing the voice of God or knowing how to be led by the Spirit of God, one of my earliest discoveries is that the reason why everybody needs to know how to be led by the Spirit of God is because at some point in your life, we all need to know what to do. We, we, we sincerely need to know what to do. Now, the Bible calls the Holy Spirit our helper. And yesterday, yesterday I, I began to, you know, sort of emphasize the, the way we must sincerely approach God to receive help, um, and I, I'm not I'm not oblivious of New Testament tenses. I'm not I'm not ignorant of the fact that all that God will ever do, He has done, 
I am just conscious of the fact that whatever has been done must be appropriated. There is still that gap. You must appropriate it. You must take it. Nothing falls on your head like ripe cherries of a tree. It, it just, it just, and, and there are acts, there are acts of mercy, there are, there are, there are God incidences, all right? I would have called them coincidences. There, there, are, there are divine arrangements. Those things happen. You can't tell why they happened, how they happened, what you did for them to happen. They just happen. But if victory is going to be consistent, principles must be mastered. If you are going to live on the edge of victory consistently, then you must have mastery. You must know how these things are produced regularly so that at the snap of your finger, you can turn situations around. One of the ways that God helps us by his spirit is to give us divine direction. The Passion Translation says, he tells me what to do. Come on. He tells me what to do. That's exactly how the Lord helps us. Now, everything we do, we do by faith. So you must know that God is committed to giving you direction so that you can approach him for it. I mean, you should know, you should know what to expect. Now, this is what I am saying this morning. Never expect to be stranded. Oh, no, no, no. You have divine help. Never expect to be confused. You have divine direction. Never expect to be in a place where you cannot come out. There is no situation that can tie you down. Why? You have divine help. The Lord is our refuge and strength. An ever-present help in time of trouble. An ever-present help. The Bible says in the Fashion Translation that he's more than enough. He's always on time every time you need him. Come on. You will never be stranded another day in your life. Why? Because there is a system God has designed that he will help you by his spirit by telling you exactly what to do. Scripture says you will hear a voice behind you saying this is the right way walking in. So standing where you are, you are helped. The presence of the Holy Spirit is the presence of help in your life. I trust that blessed you. I'm Shegu Alemedi, and I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, thank you. Give you praise. We give you glory. For the, ninth, for the nine months that have passed, we thank you. For the tenth month that has begun, we thank you. For allowing us to still have a country, we give you praise. We give you glory. We are thankful unto you this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus for sustaining our lives, for giving us, making our mouths full of testimonies. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. It's with great joy that I want to welcome you to the month of October. It's with delight in my heart and with a sense of expectation of great things that I want to welcome you to the month of October. You know, one of the things that you must never do is to shut the gates of your expectation. Don't call a matter closed until Jehovah has called it closed. So I am welcome you as God. I'm welcoming you as God's servant to the best part of the year in the name of the Lord Jesus. Welcome to October and you are welcome to the best part of the year. This month will be for you a month of divine direction 
and supernatural help. This month will be a month of divine direction and divine intervention. This month will be a month of divine intervention and angelic interactions. There will be strong angelic transactions in your life. God will be appearing to you as the one that makes things beautiful in his own time. You have cried though. Answers are coming to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Prepare for shakings and rumblings. Prepare for thunderings in the heavens and signs and wonders on the earth. There will be signs in the heavens. There will be wonders on the earth. Blood, fire, and pillars of smoke. There will be great shakings. God is pouring out his spirit upon us like never before. Like never before. There will be mighty, mighty outpourings of his spirit in our meetings. To the end that many will be born again and filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, last Sunday, as I stood, as I stood to minister, I had a very interesting encounter as we began to preach and began to engage God along the lines of divine help, engage God's word. You know, while we began to sing and pray, while we were yet speaking, a young lady who had never been filled with the Holy Ghost before to speak in tongues, but who had desired it, suddenly God filled the Holy Ghost and burst out into tongues. That is among many other mighty manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit. That is how October will be for you. The doors that you are planning to knock, God will be opening them for you. And I pray for you that God is opening your eyes to see the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places in the name of the Lord Jesus. It will be for you a month of supernatural help, a month of divine direction in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me read a scripture to you and see how we can find a place to close this morning. Isaiah chapter 44, verse 2, the Bible says, Thus saith the Lord that made thee. Please take note that this is who we are talking about. We are talking about your maker. The Lord that made thee. Then he says, the Lord that formed thee in the womb. Then he says, which will help thee. Let's stop there for today. We can press on from there for t- from tomorrow. He says, he made you to help you. God did not make you to watch to see if you will succeed. No, he formed you to help you to succeed. God is personally vested in your success. And that is why I'm declaring to you a month of divine direction and supernatural help. Because God is personally invested in this matter. He will be assisting you to prosper. Oh, this is the month where you will be able to say, I am a man that God has helped. God is helping your projects. God is helping us all in our spiritual lives. At exactly this time last year, the Lord told me that this will be a year of spiritual growth. It will be from this October to December, rapid spiritual growth, rapid increase in prayer, rapid increase in Bible study, because the Lord God will help you. He will pour out His Spirit upon you, and you will receive mighty encounters. Expect from this moment encounters of the God kind. I trust that bless you. I'm sure God made it, and I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Father Lord, we just give you praise and we thank you for this morning. In the name of Jesus, we receive the second day of the month of October with thanksgiving. We are grateful and we are glad. Open our eyes again in the name of Jesus this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray.
Good morning, it's an honor to be in your space, bringing you God's word. I trust that you rested well. Now, um, God does not God does not repeat a matter, especially when you check the writings of Scripture, for lack of what to say. Repetition is the key to lasting impression. It bears repetition that, you know, you know I've said it before, and it bears repetition. So in case you hear a matter once and again, it is so that it can sit in a place in your heart where it will never be taken away. That being said, um, men are helped to be great. If you ever see a turtle on a wall, on a high wall, don't think that it climbed there. Alright? It was picked up by somebody and it was taken there. Now, now there is a scripture that because of the progression of revelation has become a matter of contention in the last few years, but um, it still it is it it, it still remains what it is. If I be lifted up, the Bible says I will draw all men to myself. Now the word men there is in italics, so it may not be in the original. But for the sake of this teaching. Let us read it with the word men. If I be lifted up, then I will draw all men to myself. That means men don't rise up by themselves. Men rise up by lifting up Jesus. It is Jesus that lifts men. God is the lifter of men. You can remove that word lifter there and put helper. God is the helper of men. What a man will be without the help of God is nothing. What you will be without the help of God is nothing. The Bible talks about a king, Uzziah, I believe his name is, and the Bible says he was great because he was marvelously helped. David speaking, Psalm 31 and verse 21 says, he gives thanks to God who has shown him his marvelous kindness or his marvelous help in a strong city. So the strength of the city is not as important as who is helping you. It is something that should be repeated so that believers will be conscious of it. You know, we are very conscious of who has a charm. We are conscious of who is diabolic. We are conscious of who has a Godfather. But we are not conscious of the help that we have. I will look up to the hills, David said. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. It is important that I tell you the pedigree of this God. Because he is the one that is my help. The Bible says he single-handedly, without the help of anybody, without consulting anybody, made the heaven and the earth. And it is from him that my help comes from. Men that are helped 
by God cannot be limited by the strength of the city. Can I speak to you? It does not matter what the devil throws at you. The city the devil puts you in. You know, I know certain men, generals. You push them into any condition. The help of God brings them out. Change their posting a million times. They are there sitting at the top of the matter. These are men helped by God. Ordinary men don't do extraordinary things. It is ordinary men helped by God that achieve extraordinary, extraordinary results. The help of God is available to you today in the name of Jesus. I trust that blessed you. I'm sure you are and I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Our Father, we just thank you. We truly are grateful for the miracle of waking up. Thank you for keeping us alive. We give you praise. We return all the glory to you. Again, this morning, we ask again humbly that you would speak to us. Break the bread. Cause our eyes to open. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Good morning. It's an honor to be in your space, bringing you God's word. Wherever God's word is coming to you today, in the comfort of your homes, as you are moving to work, for those of us who work weekends, I mean, while you are doing something else and all of that, for those of you who are listening in the night, for those of you who are listening from outside the country, I bring you good news. I bring you a news of joy. God is with you to help you. God is with you to help you. I, I don't know the project. You see, one of the things why we speak God's word is so that faith can be stirred up in our hearts. We teach and preach so that faith can rise in our heart. The Bible says faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You, you will find out from scripture that God says something so that he will say something else. And I mean, this is exactly what I mean. God says the Lord that made thee and formed thee from the womb. Who will help thee? Now, these other things are descriptions of God, but he has not said what he wants to say. He says, the Lord that made thee and formed thee, this is what he says. What did he say? He says, fear not. That means God speaks to dispel fear, but God never tells you not to fear without giving you reason. So he says, see, I made you. I formed you. Therefore, I am saying fear not. Why? Because I will help you. You see, nobody, nobody just goes around being a guarantor for somebody he doesn't know or for something he doesn't have, a, and, and have an ability to manage. That is why God starts out by telling you what he can do. He says, first and foremost, you were not existing before. I made you. You did not have a shape. I formed you. And you were in a tight space when I formed you. I formed you in the womb. So what God has said in this place that we might not have gotten is that I have been helping you even from when things were tight. Now you have more space than in the womb. How would I come through for you? I want you to know that if you, were, if you are already made and you are already born, God is telling you that 
there is more that I can do for you. God is telling you that I have brought you out of tight places before. Listen to me. I will bring you out of this current tight place. I, I don't know how many of us have seen it like that, but I want to introduce to you again God as your helper. Of course, somebody says, I know that God is my helper. But every time a consciousness rises, a new level of victory is opened. Anytime your consciousness rises in a particular direction, then a new level of victory is open to you. I want you to know that you are not alone in that ministry. You are not alone on that project. You are going to the studio to sing a song. You are not alone. And you are wondering, how will I sing this pattern? Somebody greater than me has sung it. You are not alone. God said, I found you in the womb. I will help you. And as a minister of the gospel, one of the things I have seen and I've learned to leverage on is the help of God. Is the help of God. I believe strongly in preparation and I endeavor, I endeavor to prepare. Oh, but God has never ever given me a meeting. This is my testimony to you. I have never had a meeting that is exactly at the level of my preparation. My God always does exceeding abundantly above all that I ask or think. Why? Because He is with me to help me. Therefore, He says, Fear not. Can I speak to you a weekend without fear? Fear not. God made you to help you. Fear not. Do not be afraid. About 365 times in scripture, the Bible says fear not. But he never says fear not without giving you reason. He says fear not. Thus said the Lord who formed thee. Fear not. Why? Because I formed you to help you. God is telling you that I am with you to help you. Therefore, do not be afraid. And one of the things that hinders divine direction the most is fear. Do not be afraid. God will help you. I trust that blessed you. I'm sure God let me And I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are God. From beginning to the end, there's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself we praise you lord in jesus mighty name we pray um oh god is good we give you praise our lord jesus thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord in jesus mighty name we pray uh, good morning it's an honor to be in your space bringing you god's word it's a new week and we're excited we're grateful um we our hearts are ready you know the end of the year for me is usually exciting for many reasons meetings keep coming up i mean god has ordained you know that we just keep going from one mountain to another mountain and um, we're excited i'm usually excited about the end of the year October, November, December, I'm excited. And you should be excited. You should be excited too. You see, one of the ways that you can keep yourself on the edge of victory is to always stand in the place of joy. You know, you, you should always rejoice. You should always do something that brings you to the place where you are excited. 
that excitement is is necessary is necessary you know um um, 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 in science, it should be basic science, but you know, when molecules you know, and electrons are going to move to a higher transition level, we say that they need to be excited. If they are going to escape from one confinement to go into something higher, then something must excite them. Heat, pressure, you know, increase in the number of molecules, something must just excite them so excitement is necessary for movement i don't know if you get my point you see it, it, joy is necessary for promotion it's a transport system in the realm of the spirit it's a way you draw realities from where they are to where they should be you should be excited you should be grateful and the bible says the kingdom of god is righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost now, if the Holy Ghost is our helper, like you know he is, and there is a concept called joy in the Holy Ghost, it means one of the ways the Holy Ghost helps us is to stir up joy in our hearts. Every time that you relate with the Spirit of God, one way you know you have successfully encountered the Holy Spirit is that there will be joy in your heart. There will be joy in your heart that cannot be produced by things. There will be joy in your heart that cannot be produced by situations. There will be joy in your heart that cannot be altered by negative situations this joy that i have the songwriter said the world didn't give it to me now because the world didn't give it to me then the world cannot take it away i mean you would have to find the holy ghost incapacitate him before you can take the joy that is called the joy of the holy ghost and the bible says these are the unique characters of the kingdom righteousness oh that a man who knew no sin became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Righteousness that we have been accepted in the beloved. That God no longer sees us as us, but sees us in Christ. Accepted in the beloved. To be accepted in the beloved is akin to a baby in a mom. Yet unborn, that child is unknown, but that child is cared for in the mother. He is fed in the mother. We are accepted in the beloved. We are cared for by God in Christ. We have peace. That peace is the one that God gives to us. Not that the world gives to us, but the one that God gives to us. That cannot be taken by the world situation. It's not the absence of trouble. It's calmness. An assurance in the face of trouble. Oh, then something called the joy of the Holy Ghost. The excitement that you have every time the Spirit of God stirs you. If you live by these three things, there is no way to put you down. Righteousness, you qualify. Peace, you are assured. And joy in the Holy Ghost, you are able to draw realities. Draw realities to your side. I trust that bless you. I'm sure Gwale Media and I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Father, Lord, we just give you praise and we thank you. Father, thank you for taking us through today. As we retire to bed tonight, we really want to appreciate you. We lift our hands in worship to you. I especially want to thank you for everybody that was born today. And I just thank you for your hand that rests upon them. Be magnified. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Well, good evening. As you retire to bed today, I would like to leave you with a word of faith and hope. Um, the willingness of God to help you is not in doubt 
Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10, God says it clearly, I will help you. Nothing states his will clearer than that. He will help you. So there is the will to help. It is there. Then, then there is a way to help. There is a way to help. One of the ways, one of the most important things that you must understand as a believer is how God helps the believer. How does God help a believer? The Bible says in the book of John, chapter 7, I believe it is, it says, chapter 14 and verse 7, it says, it is to your advantage that I go away. That means... Well, of course, the old King James says it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, will not come to you. But when I go, he will come to you. The word Comforter there is properly expanded as Comforter, Intercessor, Helper, Standby, Strengthener. It is Paracletos. It's an embodiment of many things called Comforter. He says, it is to your advantage that I go away. It is expedient for you. It is beneficial for you that I go away. It is helpful for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Spirit of God will not come. So the way of help, number one way of help is the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the administrator of God's profit, God's help system. When God wants to help a man, he reveals the Holy Spirit to him. You will not be better helped than your encounter with the person and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Show me a man who will live on the edge of advantage. I will show you a man who has learned to trade and do business with the Holy Spirit. There is the will to help, but there is the way to help. The way to help, number one, is the Holy Spirit. The Bible is telling you very clearly that your advantage as a believer is the Holy Ghost. Your advantage is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not just the badge and the emblem of the New Testament. No, he's the advantage of the Christian. He's the advantage of the believer. He is, the, he is the way that God helps the believer. John chapter 16, pardon me, verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, the helper, the helper will not come to you. The new King James calls him clearly the helper. He is the helper. The way that God decided to help you is by sending you the helper. The Holy Spirit is with you to help you. Oh, that means everything that engages the Holy Spirit engages help. Everything that involves the Holy Spirit is for your own help. That is why every believer that spends time praying in tongues is helping himself to grow spiritually that is what the, the living bible says first first corinthians chapter 14 and verse 4 he that prays in an unknown tongue helps himself because tongues engages the ministry of the helper your life can be better than what it is now if you will engage the holy spirit if you will spend time 
with him. Recognize that he is a person. Recognize that he is your helper. And you will consistently enjoy help. It is simple what I have said. But it is powerful. And I trust that it blessed you. I'm Shogun Lemede. And I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Father, we give you praise and glory. It's an honor to be yours. Abba, thank you. Abba, thank you. We are grateful. We are so glad we have you for a father. You are not just, you are not just God the Father. You are Father God. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Well, good morning. It's an honor to be in your space bringing you God's word. I, I want you to know that it's always a joy to be able to share these moments with you. You know, very interesting testimony. We we just concluded our Jesus the Healer, Jesus the Healer, our healing campaign. We just rounded up, all right? Now, without mentioning names and without indicating where, where, um, where these folks, these dear folks of mine were, but somewhere in the world, one of our listeners, you know, while we were in the, in the campaign, you know, members of their family had, were, you know, began to show signs of the COVID-19, you know. I mean, husband, members of the family. But this, this dear fellow is, always receives this faith and hope pills on a daily basis and just applies their heart to it and all every day you know, just keep applying and the beautiful thing is first and foremost even though two people in that same space were diagnosed of COVID-19 it did not spread beyond two people I mean they are in the same space that's the first testimony it didn't spread Later on, I am told that the little child in the house was not isolated from the, the patients by any means. Now, these things I'm sharing with you are not, uh, they are not subject to public opinion. I'm, I'm not interested in any of the COVID protocols and how you want to tell me whether it's not uh, true or the, no, no. That's not why I'm sharing the testimony. I'm sharing testimony for just a few people who will have the faith to believe that there is power in the name of Jesus and in his word, power enough to suspend facts and bring truth to the fore. Now, this little boy is not infected. Two weeks ago, I mean, they just shared with me that two weeks ago, everybody in the house, without any medical intervention, has been declared covid free why because the word of god works the word of this is not you know i like the way apostle selman says it he says the anointing miracles signs and wonders follows the word of god it doesn't follow any physical entity of course you will know that mark 16 the bible says um uh, the lord went about they went about preaching the word and the lord went with them all right Signs and with signs and wonders following, you would you would understand that it was not them directly that the word of God went with, that 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 the signs and wonders went with the signs and wonders went with 
the word at Mark 16 20 and they went forth and preached everywhere the Lord walking with them and confirming the word with signs following the Lord was walking with and confirming the word not just with them the word them in some in in, in some some versions uh, is not in the original he the Lord was walking with and confirming his word. So God has been on our side. I, I said that, I shared that testimony to encourage you. I mean, for us as, as, a, as a world, COVID-19 has become the biggest issue that we have faced. But I want you to know that there is help enough in the word of God to suspend COVID-19. I, I'm telling you the beauty of the testimony is how that within the same space, in the same house, it couldn't spread past two people. Oh my God is a wonderful God. And I'm declaring to you by the help that is in the word of God that signs and wonders, amazing testimonies are following you today. In the name of the Lord Jesus, mighty, mighty suspensions of the work of the enemy they are happening to you happening to you in the name of the lord jesus enjoy a day of supernatural help in the name of jesus i'm Chevalier and i thought to bring you a word of faith and hope and dear father we want to thank you and give you praise for this morning we honor you jesus we ask again that you open our eyes and cause us to see in jesus mighty name we pray well, good morning. It's an honor to be in your space, bringing you God's word. I really want to just give us perspective this morning when it comes to divine direction and comes to supernatural help. I just want to give us perspective. Why? Because uh, p- perspective is everything. How you see is how you live. Many times the value you put on a matter determ- is determined by how you see the matter. All right. You can easily give up on a matter if you really don't see it as important. All right, so I want to give us perspective. Psalm 115 verse 16, the Bible says, The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. Now, now, this, this will not hurt you until you begin to see that even though the earth belongs to the children of men, it's only some children of men that are running the earth. It's a concern because what God has committed to you is enough not just to make you prosperous and happy. Oh, come on. It is possession of the earth that was given to you. So we must understand that it is a serious thing that we're talking about. We're not talking about how that you pay your children's school fees is very important. And I agree. I have fees to pay. You know, paying your rent, getting a car for your wife. Those, those are things we're talking about. But the Bible does not say he has given you food to eat. No. It says the earth he has given to the children of men. That means the management of the earth is your major assignment. Taking over this world and ruling it. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5 verse 17, it says you will reign here on earth. You shall reign on the earth. Your reign is not until heaven. No, your reign is here on earth. There is serious business to be done. The earth 
has he given to the children of men? The earth, he didn't say he gave it to some children of men. He gave it to the children of men. That means there is a portion of the earth that is assigned to you to rule, to reign. You are, you, you, there is a unique, there is a unique flavor in you for the earth. I want you to see perspective. Your assignment is not small. All right? Your assignment is not insignificant. Many times the reason why you cannot approach the matter of help with seriousness is because you do not see that what you are being given to do is Herculean. It's Herculean. So, funny story. A young man, or maybe not young, a man though, appears in heaven and he's having a conversation with, with the angel. The angel says, what do you think qualifies you to come into heaven? He says, oh, come on, come on, come on. I was a good man. I never hit my wife. So the, man, the, the angel said, beautiful. The angel said, beautiful, beautiful, 0.001. Ah. The, the man asks the, the angel, is it 100%? What, what is the score? Because the rate at which, you, how you are scoring me, I'm not sure what I'm going to get. But he said, what's the score? He said, I ah, know 100%. If you can get 100%. And he said, okay, so tell me one other thing you did. He said, I, I was always paying my tithe. He said, beautiful, 0.01. Ha! What? I was nice to my neighbors, 0.001. What? Out of frustration, the guy just screamed, ah, except Jesus helps us. There is no how. We can get into heaven immediately. He just gets a hundred score. Hundred, bam. And he enters inside the place called heaven. Why? Because until you begin to see that your task is big, you will not know that you need help. So when the Bible says God is our ever-present help in trouble, the son of the rich man says, I'm not in trouble. You are in trouble because your assignment is not just to be the son of the rich man. No, your assignment is to take over the earth and to make the earth to be a representation of heaven. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven because it is the person that prays that reproduces it. That's why Jesus said we should pray it. Why do we pray? We pray so that God's will can be reproduced on the earth. And I, I mean, and he says we should pray. So your assignment is not just to be the son of a rich man, no. Your assignment is not to be comfortable, no. Your assignment is to ensure that the days of heaven are reproduced here on earth. Your assignment is like that of Joseph, to make sure that the world is preserved by divine wisdom. It's your assignment. If you, if, you, if you consider that your assignment is big, then you will know that you need help. And if you know, if you know this, then you will know that the place of the Holy Spirit cannot be pushed aside. Believer in Christ Jesus, what you have to do is too big to be done without the help of the Holy Spirit. Engage him because he is there to help you. I trust that blessed you. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. God bless you. Have a very great day. I'm Shagun Lemedi, and I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope.